Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out of pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hey there, Dragon friends. It's Michael Hing here, aka Frizo. Uh, before we start the show, if you're in Sydney, I wanted to let you know that on August uh, the 5th, which is a Friday, I'm recording my stand up special for TV and, and all that at the Comedy Store in Sydney. I've got a special offer for Dragon Friends listeners. You can get two for one tickets to the taping at the Comedy Store website with the code word Now This Is Pod Racing, all in caps, all in one word. Uh, you've got to buy them in lots of two, so do come along. It'd be great to see you there. Also, uh, a quick note you won't hear much at all from me this episode because when we recorded, this, I was filling in hosting a TV show as I need to legitimize myself uh, to my parents. All right, on with the show. If it's spooky, don't be frightened. Scurry home and bar the door. And the fiends and ghouls delight in things that scare. So be well aware as you make your way. Don't be led astray, for the goal is near and your friends are here. And there's plenty more in store. It is hard to recollect how long you have been trapped in the mist-shrouded lands of Barovia. Time moves differently here. The sun seems to set just hours after it rises, while the moon darts backwards as well as forwards, spinning night without end. You have finally crossed the threshold of Castle Ravenloft and are ready to bring justice to the vampire Count Strahd von Zarevich. Now, this is a strange and foreboding place, and you've learned that little is as it seems. A disastrous dinner date with a vampire has left you bruised but not broken. Friezo, mostly naked, and Filge, covered in thyroid juice. So, a typical Friday night for the dragon friends. But beyond the dining room, a stranger sight still awaits you. The figure that you thought was the Count seems some kind of clockwork puppet. His appearance at the organ just a trick of smoke and mirrors. So who have you been speaking with? Who spoke with the voice of the vampire Strahd? Well, the wretched puppeteer lies cowering at your feet. You. No, 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 please. Uh, give me any hope, man. Merely just a puppet show, a trick of the light, a distraction. A you... distraction from what? I put my foot on his throat. I think that's, that's an intimidation check. Quickly roll the dice for me. It's easy because he's a coward. 14 will do it. Excellent. Um, I think you better spill your guts. I'm not Strahd, that much is apparent now. And yet, and yet, let me just point out that in the last episode, that was not immediately apparent to Hink. And it took us about 20 minutes after the show to explain to him what had just happened. Yeah, or me, by the way. Well, look, we all worked for Strahd, all of my clan, we were tricked. Oh God, there's more of you? <laughs> This is a wretched uh, creature that you haven't seen yet in your adventures. Not quite a goblin, not quite a halfling, uh, something in between. Um, filthy and ragged. In fact, I think we've got a picture of what he looks like. 
A deep gnome, um, and this is a race that is native to the Barovian Mountains. Yeah. <laughs> and now I serve Strahd. My family has been, been, been cursed. Why, been what, what, what? under this curse? A curse. No, it was herb. <laughs> Who? The herb. <laughs> Sorry, I cannot understand a word. He's either saying her or herb. He's a herb. What do you think is most likely? <laughs> Using context clues. <laughs> Who is she that you speak of? Mad Moira. The herb. This is getting annoying for me. I know. <laughs> and yet, uh, you're going to have to stick with it because we all lie in the beds of our own making. Where the chain I forged in life. Okay. Be Mad Moira. Mad Moira. Yes, Mad Moira the hag. Yeah, the hag. Her name's Mad Moira. What up? Does she, Does Moira work for Stride? Well, you, you, in, in a manner of speaking, yes. Mad Moira tricked us 500 years ago. And now we just have to give him gifts. <laughs> What kind of gift? What, what, what could break this curse? Well, nothing so far. I've tried everything. I tried making him a hat. I tried making him an ashtray. I tried making him a toothpick holder shaped like an echidna. Did you try making a photo frame out of macaroni? Yes, of course I tried. you see before you is my lady's gift to the master. And already you can see, in fact, that this room is a clockwork marvel. There is a figure dressed in the standard finery of an aristocratic vampire, suspended, um, not quite by chains, but more like filaments from the sides of the room. And there are arcane levers, cogs, and devices to control. And a bottle opener. <laughs> and you notice that also that its belt has a bottle opener. I'm trying to think of things I made for my parents. <laughs> Not everybody made their dad a bottle opener. I just like the fact that you can buy standard vampire finery somewhere. <laughs> Step right up, vampire. Has all your vampire finery need. We've got velvet. We've got velvet. You, you mock me, Baston, and maybe you should. I'm a wretched How do you know his name? It's written on his dick. <laughs> Get away from there. Baston, put it away. Let's swat him away. Wait. If you are not the vampire, I should not have shown you my dick. <laughs> Where is he? Well, in the man who's speaking, he's, well, he's everywhere, and nowhere, and somewhere. <laughs> that, that was not an answer. <laughs> Look, he lives in the West Wing. Can we have some Thomas Schlemmy, uh... <laughs> Not that West Wing! <laughs> oh, keep going. Take us... Can... Can you take us to meet President Strahd? <laughs> 
No, I, I, I could not possibly see the master plus I'd have to talk like this the whole time. <laughs> well, uh, where are the prisoners kept? Well, I don't even know about that. I don't know anything about prisoners except myself. Mm. <laughs> oh, yeah, the dungeons, I guess. If look, if you twist my arm, I guess they probably kept in the dungeons. Would, it, would my love arena be there? I don't know, man. Probably. <laughs> Irina Kalyana was, of course, Baston's betrothed, who we haven't heard about from about four episodes because you're. I'm Irina. not that into her. <laughs> but honor demands I satisfy my quest. But if a madman tried to track the path that brought you here, you are technically here to rescue her. So. Uh, really? <laughs> That's amazing. We're also here to. Uh, Free the people enslaved. Sure, you be quiet, what? Oh, good. <laughs> if we could break the curse and free you and your kin, would you be willing to help us? Yes, of course, but I could not see Strahd. You can what? <laughs> I did, I could. Oh, fuck me. <laughs> this is like, you know, when like you get caught smoking and. Maybe <laughs> you smoke a whole pack of Yeah, your dad's like, no, 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 we're gonna sit and you're going to smoke a carton of cigarettes. That's exactly what, what Dave has done to me with this voice. Have you learned a lesson? Keep Not at all. going. <laughs> Dave has done this to you? <laughs> what do you want to know? I've told you, he's in the West Wing, the prisoners are in the dungeons. As far as I'm concerned, they've been very helpful. Well, no, we appreciate that. Guys, huddle. Okay, I'll be over here. Are we, are we, is it, should we go and get, go to the dungeon Should first? I put my arms over your shoulders or do you want to put your arms over mine? Uh, me think we go over, under, over, under. I'll probably just put my arms around the back of your knees both. <laughs> um, ben, while they awkwardly hug each other, what are you doing? Um, I go, well, this looks like a pretty good chance to slink away. <laughs> um, isn't your neck still under the foot of uh, one uh, half ogre, half human? Fighter? Orc, thank you very much. Rude. What? I'm half orc, I not said half. That. You said ogre. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, I think it is actually. I think it is actually. So, what? I think my neck is actually under your orc oh, foot. Yeah. So, I go. Be, be, be here, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, the huddle continues. Oh, uh, should, do you guys want to go to the dungeons or yeah. before tracking down Lestrade? We kind of need to get more information, so we may as well. Mm-hmm. All right. So I um, press my foot on the okay, neck. Wow. Oh, okay. Of Dr- What's his name? Uh, Does he have a name? Do we, we know it. Does he have a name yet? Keith. <laughs> <laughs> so his name is Keith. Oh, and I go, I, um, this, uh, okay, uh, I might have to roll the dice to be able to do this level of intimidation. Well, are you going to intimidate him? All right, well, just tell me what you're going to do and I'll I tell want you what. To, I'm going to tell Keith that Strahd told us for him to take us to the dungeons. Oh, great. Okay, well, why don't you make an intimidation check? DC 10. Is that for my foot on his neck? Um, no, that's just that's a standard intimidation. But I'll give you what advantage because he's outnumbered and your foot's on his neck. So roll two and tell me the highest. 12 is the highest. Uh, that will do it. That will do it with your strength. Um, <laughs> I was really looking forward to leaving him behind. <laughs> Keith, Strahd told us... You have to take us to dungeon. 
from his chamber and <clears throat> through past a hanging piece of dark velvet that you hadn't even noticed um, is a door and through that door he opens it and he takes you out into a small uh, light well a kind of courtyard in this area of the very ruined castle splash <laughs> what was what was it's a, a well no it's not a light well it's a light well <laughs> yeah light. I knew that <laughs> Inside this uh, courtyard of sorts, um, you see a grate, um, heavily barred with rotting wood, and um, Keith, from inside his robes, produces a filthy rusted key and puts it into the door and turns it twice. The grate opens and you see stairs leading down into the dark subterranean basements of the castle. Have I still got my lights on? No, you know, your lights only last like a minute. So that was my bad. Oh, balls. Uh, we also got caught on that like last episode. That yeah, a lot of people wrote in. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> really? Sorry. Are there, are there, are there, there are torches ensconced in the oh, wall, great. Um, but they're not lit, so oh, you'll just have to light them. Oh, ensconced. Hey, I get it. Um, can we, can uh, Frizo summon Bushu to light a torch? Oh, yeah, what's Frizo doing? Um, I guess Frizo, well, Frizo, when we last saw him, is na- was naked. Um, had thrown his metal shoes at a mirror, gotten very angry, gotten burnt, broke his wrist. Yeah, do you know what? I think, I think for reasons that will be clear to everybody in the room, but maybe not on the podcast, um, Frizo is going to stay behind and try and find some clothes while they're going to the dungeon. Yeah, right. Frizo is trying to pull the default vampire finery off a puppet when you guys leave, and he's taking a while, so you just go. See you guys later! All right, anyway. Bye, Frieza. Literally a thousand voices. It turns uh, out I have a tinderbox, so I like to talk to you. Hang on, hang on, hang on. This is my hang voice. Uh, boo boo. It says, there's some picnic basket. <laughs> Officer Dibbles. <laughs> um, Hello, okay. and welcome to the feed. <laughs> Great, okay, yeah, you have a tinderbox, so you light one of them? Yeah, I light one for each of us. Great, so you all take a torch, and you. Who's going first? Uh, the gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so the, um, you make your way down into the dark and um, the air seems fetid and still and you can see a corridor leading off um, with what seems like they were once doors that are so rusted shut that time has forgot them. These were once doors. <laughs> but as you see, they were so rusted shut that time has forgotten them. <laughs> Me have no idea what he said. <laughs> it's fine, you just ignore it. Um, however, it seems that your friend Keith is not interested in any of these and he leads you all the way down to the end of the corridor where about 30 feet further the corridor opens up into a sort of antechamber and at the end of that is what looks like a locked metal door. Get out your dirty key, Keith. And, uh, okay, the and then he does something <laughs> grotesque. <laughs> What does Baston say to that? Hmm. Kid <laughs> <laughs> for that. Yeah, yes, we're really good. Welcome to the. Um, oh, this is a little. This is a little castle joke. Um, <laughs> if I may. 
<laughs> welcome, uh, welcome to the antechamber. I'm actually quite pro-chamber. <laughs> you write that down so that you a can cor- say it. A, like. a non-corporeal, like, ghost-like choir of booze answers that. Jeff <laughs> <laughs> Gold, and then... He uh, Keith, doesn't, Keith doesn't have a key for this door, unfortunately. I thought I did. <laughs> um, and so this is the way to the dungeon. Yeah. Through the door. Um, well, I'll I- use my key. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, was, I thought we were still talking. Anyway. <laughs> um, I will uh, use my uh, thief magic, that is to say skills, Excellent. to, to uh, lockpicks and whatnot to... Uh... All right, so you approach the door? Yep. Yep. Um, what did you roll for the lockpick? Uh, I rolled a nine. Great. Make a dexterity saving throw for me. Uh, <laughs> what? <laughs> What'd, okay. you What'd you get? What'd you get? Number three. Number three. You um, unroll your little cloth bag of hooks and shit. Um, <laughs> that you if he rolled more, would you not have been quite so dismissive of that bag? <laughs> Um, and you are beginning the work when suddenly you feel a whistling above your head um, and a sensation that something is dropping on you from a great height. You try to make a move to dive back, trip and fall flat on your face and a strange armoured creature is suddenly grabbing at you, scrabbling at you and biting you and you're in combat. That seems very unfair. <laughs> oh yeah, it's sorry, a trap. I forgot this is the end of <laughs> Um, I'm in combat. Okay, I, uh... So this is a big... This is four legs, a barbed tail, um, big powerful antenna, and it looks like it's made of sort of segmented brown, um... Ooh. Carapace. Oh. What? Carapace. It's like a cockroach Are they monster. like things you it's get like a giant, It's like a giant cockroach. Yeah. Okay, and he's on my back or my front He's or... on your back, and Filge, I rolled it's initiative like a big earlier. butterfly? You got the first action. Like a like big... a... It is extremely unlike a big butterfly. Okay. It's like a big cockroach. Uh, okay, so I'm going to pick up my um, great axe and swing at it. Excellent. Careful. <laughs> while it's on Simon? Yeah, while it's on Simon. Okay. <laughs> it, uh, I forget what to do. Uh, two dot two, one. I got you an think eight. Michael helps us roll the dice? Yeah, Michael usually helps. I got an eight. All right, so you grab your axe, you swing and you miss. Next up is you, Simon. You're being wrestled to the ground by this thing. Um, okay, I um, use my... Oh, God. Um, Do you have all of Hing's stuff? Yeah. <laughs> what have I got? Incense sticks. <laughs> Ooh, I got manacles. I uh, clap manacles on two of his legs together to uh, inhibit him. Oh, okay, that's interesting. That's interesting. Um, all right, go ahead and quickly make one more dexterity check for me. Uh, yep, that does it. What, no. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth moves, but what did you roll? Three again. <laughs> Okay. Does that mean that I accidentally medical myself to the cockroach? No, monster? no, something different happens. Okay, you miss in the heat of battle, you mistake its antennae for legs and you're trying to wrap the manacles around it when you suddenly notice something very strange is happening. They are corroding before your eyes and rusting and soon they crack and disintegrate. This is actually a rust monster and anything it touches that's not magical corrodes. So, yeah, so like a big butterfly. Yeah. Yeah. In many ways. Just, in many ways, just like a big butterfly. Got it. Um, I guess it's your turn next, Keith. Yeah, get the fuck out of there. Bye! <laughs> Alright, the door is closed. Unfortunately, you're trapped inside. 
the, the action pauses for a second and everyone breathes a sigh of relief. <laughs> <laughs> no. I can't get out? Oh, no, you can run away. I know you're just trying to get out of this voice, but I'm going to let you. Are uh, you running? No, actually, I'm going to go, you know what? I've lived my whole life being scared. Better. Never wanting to to stand up for myself or anybody, but you guys are the best friends I've ever had. And And hang on, sorry, no, I just rolled a dice. Um, And we know Filge missed before with the axe. At that point, you're clocked by the axe and you're knocked unconscious. (laughs) Bye! Baston, you're next. Oh, Baston. He's got a thick dagger. And he doesn't give a... He, he's smart enough to know that this dagger's just going to get all rusted up. And it's a bowie knife, which he thinks doesn't want to... So he punches it. He's going to punch. going to punch this broad smart... Take this in the face! Nine. A nine? A nine will also not do it. You guys are being defeated by this thing at the moment. So oh. we need to use things that are not metal. Um, no, it, it's the antennas that rust things. You want to be careful when you're hitting it or use things that are not metal. Uh, as it. you all know. Um, you know what's not metal? Is it my go? It's not your go yet. The, the, rust, metal, uh, the rust monster swings and attacks and uh, tries to bite you and it misses. Um, and then its antennas lay themselves on your chainmail vest. Um, Alex, because you ran in to attack it. And also has no effect. Um, which makes your go now, Alex. My go now. All right. What? Yeah, you want to cast some magic? I don't have a He's getting his clothes on. Remember, you're a wizard, Phil. Don't tell me what to do. I got a two. What are you doing, though? What? <laughs> don't tell me what to do. I'm going to roll my dice. Ah, <laughs> oh, good. All right. I uh, miss Michael. Okay. Um, I'm going to punch it with my fists. Okay, great. Here we go. Oops. <laughs> it's a two. <laughs> yeah, I'm nothing if not consistent. You're all failing to punch this giant cockroach. Okay. Um, <laughs> as you remember, I'm wearing a sarong because all my clothes... Oh, no, not wearing the sarong. The pig is, but I was wearing like burlap. So I get the burlap and put it over the bug's antenna and head and try and uh, wrestle and it. And Baston gets his dick out again. <laughs> Make it, make it, ignoring um, Eden's horrific new fancy. Um, quickly make a touch attack. 20. 20! <laughs> okay, in a, in a moment, you successfully um, get out of its grip and you manage to swing around and tie the burlap in and the antennae and your triumph at having basically... Gives me an enormous erection. <laughs> which everyone can see because you are now naked. Absolutely. Hey guys, I'm not ashamed. This is who I am. And I like it. You all hang on to your clothes so much better in the last adventure. Um, great, next up is um, you're unconscious. And so, Baston. I'm gonna stomp on the bag. Cause he's a roach, right? Stomp it. Go for it. There's a, there's a, there's a bag full of roach. Squish that roach. Five. five. Alright, so you, you try to stomp on it and are unsuccessful. And oh. the thing flailing around trying to bite rolls a seven, which will not do it. This is a non-event of a combat. It fails. <laughs> Alex. I'm gonna cast a magic spell. Yeah. Okay, once again, I cannot stress enough that I'm you are not. I'm gonna open my big book of spells <laughs> and 
cast a magic spell. All right. Um. All right. Let's do a witch bowl. <laughs> All right. I'm like, move away, guys, and I push everyone back, and I kick the unconscious body of Keith. All right. Step aside. It's time I take, for some I take real Keith's pants. magic. I grab my magic wand and I bring it hard down on the creature, and I in say, in the manner of a magic spell. Witch bolt! Witch bolt! <laughs> Witch bolt! Okay, um, roll and advantage. Roll two dice. Give me the highest. Because this is this will count as a rage attack for you. Spell um, seventeen. Seventeen will do it. D twelve plus four. Yep. <laughs> no, not that one. Yes, it is. Oh, it is. Sorry, I didn't. Nine. Nine points of damage. All right, the thing is is flailing, damaged and bloodied, and it looks like it's almost out, but it's still standing. That's how you do magic, boys. <laughs> Bobby. Bobby's going to do a little magic of his own. I get the... Um, is that your wiener? <laughs> well, I was about to say I grab my crowbar, um, <laughs> which I have, and I just, like, belt it. Great. Uh, that counts the club. D20, 17 will do it. Uh, D6... Plus your strength modifier. No. Uh, it's five plus whatever you got. One. Six. Six points. All right, you hit it again, and it's it's reeling now. It's damaged. It's leaking a kind of white corrosive fluid. Fuck which this bug. Does Eden have a noise for the bug? Oh, yeah. What? Um. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. It was adorable this whole time. <laughs> no. Now, can you make that noise when you're, like, choking on your own blood? Imagining it like a dolomite. <laughs> you killed a dolomite. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you killed. Yeah. <laughs> I come bearing savings. <laughs> and all right. Um. So this giant-sized tardigrade. So what do you do next? Baston. Yeah. He's gonna stomp him. All right. Stomp away. No. No. He's gonna pick him up and throw the bag against the wall, <laughs> like I do when snails eat my orchids. Everybody's just learnt something about Eden. Die! 18, 18. will do it. Um, D6 plus using the wall, I guess. Yep. <laughs> Roll to one. Uh, but with plus two is three. And the rust monster has been defeated. Congratulations. I fall to my knees sobbing and cry, Me become what me always hate. Frizo. <laughs> <laughs> um, Does it? So it's leaking fluid. Yeah, it's leaking. What is that fluid? It's like it's it's come. Like... <laughs> Stop it! Come on! I've got dicks on the brain tonight. This is sorry, but it is come. It's it's not. <laughs> it's um. It, it actually it, it looks like some kind of acidic compound. Oh, okay. Um, but, so I won't smear it on my body in like a kind of a Rambo-esque uh, kind of like war. Uh... No, no, but it only has effect on metal. Should oh. we collect it for... Um, yeah, I Let's collect it. Do, what, do you have any... I've got a floppy hat. Oh, you have flasks. <laughs> you probably... Yeah, you would, you would both have a water skin if you yeah. wanted. Yep. I, um, you I, do it. I'm too upset. I, so I, I do that thing where you've got too much toothpaste that's come out, so you kind of like fump it back in by kind of making it begin so I flatten the water skin and I try and pull it out so it sucks in the Got juice. It. Everybody done that before? Ron, you know what I'm yeah. talking to? Thanks guys. Yeah, when you get <laughs> you got my back, I love Utilizing you. Utilizing the power of vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Uh, yeah. Great. All right. So you now have a flask of um, <laughs> rust monster cum. Uh, RMC. And the door is still closed. So now are you going to? I'm going to flip. Is it a metal door? Yes. I'm going to, uh, on the locks, pour the rust cum <laughs> into the lock. Uh, and uh, just keep on like pumping it through uh, <laughs> until the, the, the lock breaks and we can force our way through the door. That is a very novel solution to the problem, so um, I'm going to allow that and you can have an inspiration dice. Congratulations. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> Eat come, door. <laughs> 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 All right. Um, and that's the moment when you realise you have the title for the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> the, the door uh, swings open and inside you see um, the, the actually the sort of central um, processing slash torture chamber area of a kind of medieval dungeons. There are cells off to the side. There is an old rack. Um, there are hooks and pincers and brazers all long, abandoned, dusted rusted, ruined, and... Um, I thought you were going to say busted. <laughs> anyway. <a> better. <laughs> and Crusted. <laughs> oh, 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 come on, guys. They're turning on you guys for a change. Um, and you can see um, there are all these cells, and they all mostly look abandoned as it sort of moves in. But Hel- not possibly all of them. Hello, is anyone there? Um, as you make that sound, a bundle of rags... You mean language? <laughs> yes. As, you, as, as your mouth forms those shapes that, okay. make, um, that vibrates the air through your lungs in such a way as to create noise. Guys, if that is incorrect, please do write in. <laughs> <laughs> a bundle of rags stirs, and underneath that bundle of rags, a tiny little face appears. Oh. Uh, emaciated and strange. Oh. <laughs> It looks up at you, and I think we've got a, actually a picture of what it looks like. Like dice? <laughs> Old dice face. Oh. No, no, definitely not like... Yep. Uh, and to play this latest friend, please welcome him. Our friend and one-time collaborator. You knew him once as Dilge, the... Half orc from the small town with big city dreams. Please welcome Tom Walker. Ah. I hear you've been adventuring. (laughs) Please, Tom, I'm begging you. We didn't need a second performer if we were just going to do this voice. With my brother. <laughs> brother, no. is that you? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. So this is what it feels like when dubs cry. <laughs> So, as far as I can tell, this podcast has turned into a way to pitch our terrible voice acting show reels. So, I'd just like to do that. 
one million. Okay, so we're cutting all that from the podcast. <laughs> so now that you've got that out of your system, um, the emaciated figure looks up. <laughs> uh, hey guys. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Commit, Tom. <laughs> I am committing to not ruining the podcast. <laughs> yeah, so the emaciated figure looks up um, and uh, his I was eyes... just lying here in a pile of rags. Is he inside a cell or is he just... Uh... He's inside a cell and he's got like filthy manacles on his feet. Do I have any cum left? <laughs> Are there any kids in the audience tonight? Uh, not anymore! <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Does he have any cum left, though? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, you probably have about a manacle's worth of rust monster serum. Semen. The the, the R and U and E are silent. (laughs) (laughs) Well, we use that to free him. All right, so, um, yep, you you can just... The the cell um, doors swing open and, like, don't put up much resistance and you free him from the manacles. Oh, thanks, guys. My name's Dr- Dringo. Dringo, what? Why are you down here? I've been here for ninety days. Mad Moira the Hag forgot about me. Uh, she put me down here to punish me, then forgot about me. It's been the best time of my life. <laughs> oh, I love being alone. What job you do for Mad Moira? Ah, uh, just normal slave stuff. <laughs> you know, carry things, put things down when you're done carrying them. What? Have pain inflicted on me. But what, what relationship has Moira got with Strad? Oh, they're great buddies. Moira works the kitchen. A kitchen is where food is made. <laughs> that kitchen have more thyroid? <laughs> oh, we're low on thyroid, but we're uh... chock full of pituitary. <laughs> but what does Strad eat? Wow. Blood. Is that correct? <laughs> yeah. Blood, as far as I know, but in all sorts of forms. Blood pudding, like Scottish people. <laughs> What's Scotland? And what other forms? <laughs> <laughs> oh, all frothed up like a smoothie. Sometimes he has it in a weird foam. It's very experimental. A lot of the other vampires think it's pretentious. <laughs> like a, a kind of... He has deconstructed blood. <laughs> it's a bottle full of white blood cells, some red blood cells, and you just put it all together to make your own, to your own tastes. You... Any other forms you'd care to hear about? <laughs> You realise that this particular gnome worked in the kitchens. Um, uh-huh. yeah, a no, kitchen we, is yeah, where food is made. <laughs> Sorry, did you try what's, to... What's Keith doing? <laughs> you, you have to tell us. Oh, well, let me just try and wake Keith up in our own language. Keith. Uh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I just wanted to shake you awake with that song from the motherland. Oh, yes, please. Well, could you do this to yourself? What have I done? <laughs> wake up, wake up. I'm speaking like a drowsy pup. Wake up right now. This is the voice of Droopy the Hound. <laughs> Oh, 
That is the least deserved applause break I have ever gotten. You haven't done this show very much. <laughs> How can the Dragon Friends um, find a cre creatures such as these and bring them to their purpose? For it seems that this castle, once thought abandoned, is teeming with lives. But what kind of life is it? Servitude to a hag, beholden to a vampire. It seems like a broken half-existence, one that fills you with pity and yet also extreme frustration. <laughs> Can the dragon friends make good on their promises to rescue Irina? Will they free this land from cursed night? Is the vampire Strahd dealable with? <laughs> <laughs> For the answers to this and more, tune into the next episode of Dragon Friends. Thank you. Dragon Friends is damned by David Harmon with music by Benny Davis and features the voices of Alex Lee, Simon Graner, Eden Lacey, Ben Jenkins and me, Michael Hing. The podcast is sponsored by PAX Australia, the country's primo video game and pop culture expo. And if you like the podcast, we have a Patreon where you can support us and earn bonus content and weird gifts, including this month, an hour-long Star Wars one-shot adventure. All right, thanks for listening. Bye. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.